I love the way the First Gen Lounge makes me feel. Because it creates a space where I belong. Where we're able to create community. The fact that it's a community. It's a safe place. It also gives me a place to understand different perspectives. The stories of these individuals prescribe transformational perspective. I receive encouragement, enlightenment, empowerment. And also serve as a catalyst to just keep going. Where we're able to be our true selves. I'm allowed to be an unapologetic first gen. And above all else, tell our story. And every episode is unique. I love it. I'm your host, Dr. Eve, and I'd like to welcome you to the First Gen Lounge. Okay, good people. I know it's been a minute. I know it's been a minute, but y'all know I've been trying to try some stuff out. And so I'm glad, you know, that we are back in interview mode. Um, Although, you know, my solo shows ain't been too bad, you know, don't hate. But no, I am super, super excited because the woman that I have with us today... She is amazing. And I'm not just saying that um, we met a couple of years ago, maybe, maybe a couple, maybe a year and a half, maybe a couple now at this point. That's actually how you know you're cool because I'm losing memory of like how long ago we met. But she's a fellow HBCU graduate and very much so a multi-passionate creative. Like every time I look up on Instagram or Facebook, she's doing something different. I'm like, this girl does it all. <laughs> but I have Tiana Glover with us today. TG the mogul. That's what I like to yes, call it. Yes, yes. What's up, lady? How you doing? Hello. I'm good. I'm glad to be here. I am glad to have you here. Like for real, it's been long overdue because I think we talked about doing this like when we first met. Like I was like, oh, you first gen? Oh, you need to come on to the show. But like it's it's finally happened and everything yes. in due time. And just so you know. TG the mogul. That's from a caller. You okay with that, right? Because I mean, it's yeah. all yourself. Okay, that's that's how I know you. Like that's a, that's the brand, baby. That's the brand. That's the brand. Yes, it that's is. The brand. That's fine. But it's so funny because y'all. So y'all see my infamous, you know, laughing, leaned over picture everywhere. This is who's responsible for it. <laughs> and this picture, the picture that we both ended up falling in love with, was one of those not even planned shots. She was just like, just be yourself. And I was like, oh, I'm still, I like to laugh. And she caught it. And when I saw it, I was like, oh my God. So it was the perfect shot, honestly. Perfect, perfect. It was a perfect day for it and everything. So yeah, so for the first, first gen lounge social that we had last September. So it's been almost a year actually now. She came through, really looked look out for you, girl. Really took care of me. So yeah, so look, we're, we're catching up and everything too, but it's always good to have like, Family. <laughs> yeah, family. Yeah, you get it. Like people who've, who've been watching you evolve and who've been evolving with you. So exactly. you know, since all of that is out the way. Yeah. So just whenever I haven't told the people, tell the people who you are. You know what you do. Who is TG the mogul? <laughs> TG the mogul. She is a create the creative solution for high-end creativity and branding for millennials, entrepreneurs, small businesses. Um, really, I do it all like photography, graphic design, web design, branding, and branding for identity. Anything I just stepped into uh, nails and that's a new it's a different type of creativity uh, that I never really truly understood it's more of like the therapy side of things for me Hmm. in a different aspect of like actually being able to use my creative uh, direction in a different sense that makes sense yeah it makes sense a lot. <laughs> hmm. I sit behind pretty f- 
phenomenal brands that a lot of people know, very well known in North Carolina, all the way from Charlotte to Greensboro, Raleigh, Durham area. I think that's that's where we met in um in Durham. So mm-hmm. literally, I, I be everywhere. I'm traveling all the time. So I'm all over. <laughs> and nothing's wrong with that at all. One of the things I miss in spite of, you know, all that's happening right now is just being able to be on the road. Yes. Even though I have become a true homebody over the past few years, the fact that I kind of like can't go out is the kind of the thing that makes you like really want to go out. So I'm like, ah, I want to go outside and play. But I know I'd rather be safe. Very true. Very true. And it's hard right now in this day and time, like especially being an entrepreneur, it's like you want to do so much and it's like you have this like cap on you right now and it's like what can I do in this state of the world right now so I definitely get it I love that so you like you you said you do a lot of stuff like and it's not even like to be funny you just you are not afraid to explore your creativity and to also express it through the different things that you do something I've been really wondering about you for years so I'm just gonna ask you here so you can tell everybody and just kill it one time yes how do you balance it all because graphic design I mean website design I know they kind of fall in the the same family but those are they're really different skills to have and now nails and photography and I see you model here and there you ain't (laughs) I be seeing you like I be trying, you know, dabbling a little bit when I'm bored. And you, do, and you do video production too, so it's like, yeah, it's all creative, but there's so many again different skills that you have to have to navigate in all these things. How do you balance that? That's very true. You have to. It's a different for each industry, even though it's all like media creative base. It's a different sense of creative. Mm-hmm. You have to tap into like with nails. That's more of a physical aspect than customer service. Be able to like be a therapy to someone. You have to be able to tap into that. And then with photography, I do a lot of like branding and wedding photography. Mm-hmm. So that's a more creative eye type of thing. You have to have the eye be able to capture that moment. Your timing has to be right. It's, it's another sense with that and like with graphics and web design like I hear a lot in create the creative industry like it's either one or the other mm-hmm. so a lot of people that do web design they won't do graphics and vice versa and it's like I never understood that because they're one in the same but to balance it all how is really about time management and mm-hmm. understanding how long and how quick I can do something for someone that it may take them a week to do a website design I might could do it in two to three days depending on the content I have mm. and so it's just really knowing how quick you can do something what's your skill set level in it and your expertise and being able to navigate in that lane with it that's kind of how I've been able to juggle it like I know how far out to space my wedding not to take on too much so that I'm able to still do graphics mm. and then with now dabbling in nails it's like okay, that could be like a really long process depending on what I'm doing and how intricate I'm being. So it's again, like learning my time management and learning how to schedule things. Hmm. That's been like the biggest thing for me is like fine tuning my schedule, my day-to-day routine and what that looks like for me. So for the person who's out there thinking right now, like, why don't you just pick one and just focus? Like, you doing too much. Because <laughs> you know some people you like, you doing too much. <laughs> In the very beginning, I thought that for myself. Like, to be completely mm-hmm. transparent, I went through this and I was actually in nail school. This is like November, January-ish. I went through this imposter syndrome is what they called it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, what am I doing, Tiana? Are you really doing this? Are you really the mogul? Are you really who you say you are? Mm-hmm. 
I went through that moment and I kind of had to ask myself, okay, God didn't bring me this far for me to just say, forget it all and and leave it all at the table. I was like, I got to recollect things and understand like, what's my purpose in this? Where did my passion come from? And why do I do this? I had to reevaluate things in the aspect of, okay, I do this because I'm good at it. Hmm. I do this because this is what I love to do. I do this because it's easy for me. And it's Mm. like one thing that I learned and I'm very spiritual. That's how one of my discovery calls is called brand alignment discovery calls. And it's very long, but I know I need brand alignment with each and every one of my clients to make it easy because Mm. in the Bible, it talks about, you know, when God gives you things, it won't be confusing to you. Mm. And so for me, that's where it comes into play. I know it's not confusing to me when I'm sitting there for 12 hours on the computer because everything comes naturally. Mm -hmm. And so that's really where I began to really think like, okay, I I can't think about this as me not being this person because everything comes easy. Everything's natural for me in this in this realm. Mm -hmm. And so it was really just understanding that for myself and beginning to navigate in that and I just had to realize like, okay, this is what it is. And 2020, I decided for it to be my jump year, jumping it all, jump through whatever opportunity because I'm prepared for it. I've done this like 10 years. So I really had to take ownership of that. Mm, she said, I ain't new to this. I'm true to this. <laughs> yeah. Like, and I had to, I ha- like literally had to boss up on myself because I would mm. always like downplay myself and like you know just short selling myself like I wouldn't never market myself I'd play small I'd be in the shadow I'd be behind the camera and I never really like stepped out and been like yeah this is me this is what I do this is my business this is my brand I've worked with this person this person this person and own it and not out of a cocky way but out of a you know I'm the expertise in what I do and this is why I do it I love that you said that because that's something that I've continued to learn over the years as well, how to really step into my light and find the find the balance between you doing too much to like, you know, oh, okay, you always brag and promoting. And I think the difference is promoting something means there's a value add for somebody else. Mm-hmm. Whereas me bragging is only about me. So anytime I look at something that I'm doing, as long as it is to serve somebody else, to uplift somebody else, to encourage somebody else to, you know, offer a service or a product that can possibly help them, that's promotion. So for those of y'all who are wondering how I even break it down, that's the difference between a brag and a promotion. A brag is, yeah, you have to throw things in there that help you to be qualified. Because otherwise, if you were just like, yeah, come get these graphic designs and people are like, uh... (laughs) why you know like I need to see some proof and proof is what we we go off of right that proof and that word of mouth so it's all right to talk about the accomplishments you know as long as it's associated to being able to again have that proof to promote what you're doing to help the people so I I, I really love that and you know just to kind of piggyback off of like promotion it was for like 2018 I've been doing graphics like I said for 10 years I started in 2010 and 2018 I did absolutely nothing graphic related I did all Hmm. weddings I did like seven weddings that year so I didn't do any graphics and Hmm. then people would always ask are you still doing graphics are you still doing graphics and I'm like yeah I am and then 2019 my business blew up and I did not do a single piece of marketing or branding Hmm. it was all in word of mouth and truly stepping into okay if I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do this Hmm. and and it, you just really have to step into that limelight. And that's like one of the only things I really did 
like 2018 and 2019 was like really like own it and market myself mm. here's the interesting thing about you saying stepping into it is if you don't step into the light nobody knows you exist too exactly exactly and so it's like you've done all this and then it's like people want to say that you have bra- like you're bragging but it's not really bragging it's like I've done this like I've done I put the legwork in it's just like now I need to talk about it yeah. like yeah. tell someone yeah absolutely I used to have this really high anxiety about saying anything about the successes that I've had, even with the podcast or with speaking or something that I've seen you do with your creative community as I talk about financial like success that y'all have had, like accomplishing your goals, even like on social media and stuff. And I was always be like, no, 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 that's private, that's personal, nobody needs to know. And one day somebody says something to me, like, yo, <laughs> you gotta let the people know or they don't trust you. You gotta mm-hmm. let the people know or they how can you sell something to somebody and it's not even something that you've done or something that you've achieved? And I think, you know, to talk about having graduated and gotten a doctorate or something or, you know, having started a business, you know, those are just the things, those are the qualifiers, but what have been the markers of success? And so with any business, you have to have markers of success. That's like, who is it? Maybe something like nationwide, right? Mm-hmm. Over a million safe drivers. Well, yeah. over a million people are part of this network. You don't think you're trying to get with this too? So it's hello. Just, so yeah. So I, but but if they don't tell us, right? We don't yeah. believe. So I I love that. I love that. Just real quick, because I know something that happened with you. You decided though to do a rebrand after you had graduated from college. What provoked that? So it's crazy that you asked. So I graduated 2015 from North Carolina Central University, and. It was like in college, I was known for like TG graphics. All I did was graphics. They didn't even know me for photography. They didn't really know me for web design. They mainly knew me for flyers for organizations that I helped out with. Hmm. And then once I graduated, I like I said, I stepped heavy into like photography and media, working with certain conferences and just doing photography-based stuff. Hmm. I then transitioned from TG graphics to Tiana Glover graphics. And then from there, think like let's see just last year yeah just last year I did a rebrand after being solely known as TG graphics or Mm. Tiana Glover graphics it was like okay I do so much how do I really navigate into everything that I do and I Mm. tried to picture something that was very media based and where my vision was headed and I was like you know what I'm gonna do a rebrand and I'm gonna brand myself because I want it to be the face of my brand because I am a one woman show and it's just kind of like I need them to know who sits behind these brands and I don't want them to be like oh just you know a company or just a design agency like I want it to be more than that because it's more spiritual and more motivational based is how my brand is I like to uplift others and give value back like it's you're going to get more than just your flyer you're going to get more than just your web design with me you're going to get a business sister you're going to get a you know an entrepreneur friend that understands you're going to get some so much more so it's just like I want them to understand like I'm your sister I'm your girl and I want to be very transparent with each and every one of my clients like they know they're going to get a personal experience with me Mm, and so yeah so that's kind of like what took hold of it and that's why I kind of like try to put in my modeling (laughs) into my brand because I wanted to actually feel like a person and not just an agency I love that I love that you know that personability a personalization you know that whatever y'all call it if I didn't make it work it up personability (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I love it. <laughs> I just do maze. <laughs> but it's something that it's deep about, you know, the fact that connecting with people is really what makes the brand a brand, uh, especially in this day and age, and especially with something like social media being that thing that many of us turn to, to like get to know more about brands. It's being people and being humanized that makes a difference. Part of the reason why similarly, I've had this thing about being personable. That's the word. Because yes, that um, is the word. <laughs> that's the word. <laughs> that's the word. Because, like, you know, there's a difference between somebody who sends an email to me and they say, hey there, and get into the message rather than saying, hey there, Eve. Hey there is kind of disconnected, it's kind of cold, but hey there, Eve, or hi, Eve, or hello, Eve, saying my name is is different because it's saying I recognize you. And now if I'm saying, you know, if that's what every brand has to do and needs to do, no. But similar to what you said, when brands care about the people they're serving, they make sure that they connect with you. And so mm-hmm. I love that you say that, that it's an experience that you have and it's about being aligned because you can very well be out of alignment. And you can. It happened to me. <laughs> right, it goes like, south. It, it happens, and you just have to understand like who your clients are in For order sure. to really be personable with them. Like For you sure. really have to understand them. You know, you said something though that you were out of alignment at one point. Tell us a little bit about that experience because I think as much as we talk about the success, we should talk about the challenges as well. So, what happened, and you know, what did you learn from it? So it's so crazy because I've had it happen to me twice. And it's one of the things you you want to help everyone. You want to be like the wayfinder and the person that's giving, 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 giving. That's just my spirit. Mm-hmm. And I had to learn, no, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Being booked is fine. I can't take on everyone. And I went through and I had these two specific clients and on two different spectrums, to be completely honest. One has like nearly 100,000 followers. And then you have one that's just, you know, at the bottom you know and it's just kind of like you understand the alignment between the two is different Mm -hmm. but what does that look like in connection with you Mm -hmm. and when they're pulling 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 and everyone wants to make you like their employee and you have to realize I'm my own boss Mm -hmm. you're not my boss and I had to realize that that connection they were trying to get from me was really tugging on like who I was and the fact that I have other clients I have to get to. And so they were so demanding and it just really took a toll on me and I had to put my foot down. And I I felt like it took me out of character. It took me out of the alignment that I was in in order to really move how I normally move because it took me out of the connect with my client. Mm. And when that happens, it's like, wow, like, how do I get back on good terms? It's like when you break up with your boyfriend or you and your best friend aren't friends anymore. That's kind of like how it felt. And I was like, okay, um, what do I do? I'm like reaching out to some of my sister friends in business. And I'm like, so I have a client and (laughs) I don't know what just happened, but we're not on good terms right now. And it was one of those things I had to really step up and learn how to communicate and learn how to actually fire someone that was a client. Mm, wow. How was that conversation, though? How did you approach that conversation? How did I approach it? It was more so like, I understand the demand that you have for your project. And I have to decline the services because this no longer fits my brand. Mm. This is out of character for me. And I have to terminate this, you know, this contract. Wow. And just leave it at that and just be like, you know, when things are aligned and back in connection, I don't mind picking back up where we left off. And that's really how I had to take on that situation because I couldn't pour 
anymore because you can't pour from an empty cup. Yeah. I'm giving everything to you. I have nothing else left to give anyone else that I have like monthly clients. Mm-mm-mm. So that is something to think about. And this comes up, you know, as entrepreneurs where sometimes things just don't work. And I think a lot of times, depending on who we are, we only see the side of I'm a consumer. Mm-hmm. And yet one of the things I love about being an entrepreneur is trying to be more empathetic of now that I'm in business, how am I showing up even as a customer with other businesses? Because right. I believe the kind of energy I put out there with other businesses is going to come back to mine in some way. And then it's like, are you are you being mindful of the fact that every business comes with its own layers of things and mm-hmm. there's somebody who's running this business that's still a human being? Exactly. And so, you know, learning how to give some grace. Now, I'm always as graceful as I could, I could be. Probably not. <laughs> nah. You know, and it happens and it's yeah. life. And long as you yeah. remember that, you know, you're going to come back to who you yeah. were, you know, at the yeah. end of the day. Absolutely. But my thing is always that, you know, to treat others like I want to be treated. But if I ever step out of character for a moment to come back and make it right. You know, if I can make it right. So that's interesting. Lessons, lessons learned. What excites you the most about what you do as an entrepreneur? I mean, because this path is not for the weak at heart. (laughs) It is not. It is not. Listen, let me tell you, I battled so long on the fence of like, is this a side hustle? Is this a hobby? Or is this a Hmm. business? Like I battled that so much. And I had to realize like, okay, this is not for the weak. So if I'm going to be investing in like equipment and you know merchandise and if I'm doing all this I'm gonna have to make this a business like this this ain't gonna be just no side hustle that you know I get to blow this money for like you know there's so much more behind having a business and being an entrepreneur and they don't teach it to you it's kind of like you find it yourself along the way yes and so that's really what really boggled me is because like I'm like no one's giving me this information and it's like you want it but it's like you have to really take the time to really learn it yourself so that you know it Mm. And it won't bite you in the butt later. <laughs> mm, that's real. How have you been able to find community for yourself as an entrepreneur too? So funny thing, a lot of my clients have turned business associates and business friends that literally sit at my table and I can talk mm. to them at any time. And that's like one of my biggest key things is like connect, network. I use a lot of my clients for connections with other situations that I need help with within my business. And they've helped me with like LLCs and lawyers and attorneys, all different types of things. Being in the creative industry, you know, you want to copyright everything, trademark stuff and just, you know, cover yourself for your business. So just getting connection with my clients who I work with and picking their brains and seeing who they know they can connect me with this person and connect me with that person. That's really what helped me with finding my community of people is like within my within my clientele, really, truthfully. Hmm. What I like about that the most is what you said is so spot on to how people in some cases, not all, but in some cases who are able to elevate their platforms understand that very power of what you just spoke of surrounding yourself with people who get it and who are willing to invest in you and you invest in them and y'all invest each other like I've heard you know many times like masterminds right Mm -hmm. people who are in mastermind groups will send business to one of the persons you know within the group who can in turn send business to their business and that's how they get wealthy and because you understand that and, and again have shared it and to those of you who are listening the note is make sure that you're not just out, you know, looking to receive, but you're willing to give because it comes back. But being in a circle of people understand the reciprocity of it. Yes. 
which I can really, really appreciate because I can tell you my circle as I've gotten more intentional over the years, they're really supportive and doing the same thing. I've got a connection to something you should know about it. Here's who I refer, you know, Eve, I refer her for this. So it's just a beautiful process to see. It is. And that's one of my biggest things. I tell a lot of like my mentees under me that inquire my services and they're just starting out. I'm like, you know, I don't mind giving my gems away because I know it's going to help you. And you could tell someone else that who you got your gems from, you know, and I can help someone else, you know, and that's just what you do in business. Like you give, give, give in hopes that it comes back to you. I know I had a conversation with my mom the other day and we were talking and this was really good about Oprah and other business people, whether it's artists or not. Oprah has become like a philanthropist and it's like she gives so much she's not worried about the dollar amount in her bank account she's not worried about how much money she's making because she's going to probably give that more than half of it back away so it's like when you have that mindset of giving you can't really worry about the dollar amount that you're going to make in return you just have to keep being you know that person that's you know going to give to someone and it's going to come back to you tenfold yeah, absolutely. It reminds me of that book, The Go-Giver. And that was the very lesson that I learned from that particular book, just in beginning stages of my own businesses. Give, 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 give. You know, those who receive are those who give. And when I started thinking about it, just like you were saying, Oprah, I'm like, huh, that's true. Because how do we typically get to most brands or we get to most businesses? They may have given something, <laughs> you know, um, mm-hmm. and not always either somebody gave a review or they gave you a coupon to come and try something or they were doing, you know, samples or there's things about giving that that has tremendous value. You get a free sample of a book, you give, you know, a, a consultation like what you do. And those things, the giving aspect of it is, you know, this is because I care. I want to be in alignment. I want you to take interest in this. And if you choose to be a part of this family, then that's great. So I think that's a perfect lesson to be taught right now. Yes. Perfect lesson to be taught. Yeah. So let me ask you this too. If you could give any word of wisdom to, you know, a a fellow creative, first gen, you know, college graduate like yourself, entrepreneur, black woman, all of that, you know, because you have many intersections of who you are and that's a beautiful thing. But to just the people who are coming along, who are listening to you and who will be looking to you saying, how do I, or what do I do next? Or, you know, just have those questions about the path, the journey. What wisdom would you leave, you know, these people with? First and foremost, I would probably say what has helped me along the way is remembering that, you know, feelings are temporary Mm -hmm. and faith is bigger than fear Mm -hmm. because once you keep God in a part of that fear won't really hurt you as much anymore because you'll have faith that God's going to be there and your feelings of fear will kind of like evaporate they'll go away once you start learning how to step out on fear and that's really what I what I did with my business I stepped out on fear and that's been the biggest game changer for me is just trusting that God is leading me into the purpose that he has for me Mm, mm. If I had a, a shoe and we were sitting in the same room, I would throw it across. <laughs> I'm gonna throw it. In. <laughs> Look, that I, I love that. Um, that I love that, and that's that's real. That is real. And you know, so look, TG the mogul. What what a like. Listen, when I heard that, that intimidated me <laughs> because it's one of those. You know, and that's what I love. You have to speak life into whatever you're doing. And part of the reason even I've, you know, as of late have rebranded myself and have changed my business to Evangeline Worldwide 
because even seeing TJ the mobile was like, wait a minute, you know, like <laughs> who who was that and who she being? But it's but it's one of those things that you know when I learned to even step into my own light and learn to step into the vision, right? Mm-hmm. To not be afraid of that. It's amazing what things happen. So even to you say the faith being bigger than the fear. Yes, <laughs> but like, you know, and that's been quite the thing for me as of late. So again, thank you for the reminder, even to those who are wondering, how dare you call yourself the mogul? Why would I not? You know, because <laughs> every mogul that ever is once was, you know, in the process of becoming. So you are, you just continue to, like I said, to light and let people see you. So, hey, hello. <laughs> I love it. But congratulations to you for all that you have done. I It has been just beautiful to watch you evolve, to know you and to just see you continuing to like kick ass. <laughs> like for real, Thank for real, you. like just getting it and reaching your goals. Because every now and then when I peek in on Facebook, I'm like, get it, girl. So, <laughs> <laughs> get it, girl. But yeah. But uh, on that note, though, tell the good people where on the Internet they can find you if they want to reach you. You guys can find me anywhere on most social platforms as TG the Mogul. That's Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Also, you can check out my website at tgthemogul.com. Yeah, there you have it. Well, look, again, thank you for being here with us, for sharing your time, for your wisdom. Wish you the best of luck in everything that lies ahead. And you be great out here in these streets. Thank you, thank you, thank you for having me, guys. (laughs) 